Attention Life Tips listeners, looking for better ways to become better, smarter, faster, and wiser? Well, listening to Life Tips is a great start, but how about if we gave you an easier way to listen? Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to Life Tips and even more programs that will help you build to a better health, wealth, and lifestyle. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Making your life smarter better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life of Show, everyone. I'm here with Dr. Michael Smith again for part two of a great show that I was having with him. Welcome back, Dr. Smith. Yeah, we've had some interesting guests on on the topic of hydration. Um, Marlene Cray being one of the one of the wonderful guests I've had on. She really does believe in a, in a proportional... Uh, part of the water, water you know, t- to your body. I mean, depending upon what your weight is, you know, most uh, most humans need two or three quarts of water a day. That's the bottom. I'm talking quarts here. Um, yeah. What are your thought? What is your take on that? Um, I, I do prescribe to that myself. I think we we sure. weigh I, under, I think that's under I do. Well, I yeah. do. I, I, we're on the same boat there, but I, I do. I think we we are underhydrated, and that's. We both agree there. The question then becomes, what is the adequate amount? And, and I, I think we need to be careful about trying to, lay, like, you know, have one number, you know, three quarts a day, four quarts a day. I think it's very individualistic. I think it depends on how much you are uh, exercising, the different types of food you are eating, because some food is more hydrating than other. I think there's, again, there's multiple factors in that. Um, so I, I don't. You might be right. It might be as much as you're drinking every day. You, you might be right on there. I don't drink as much as you do. I probably drink about half of what you do, and that seems to be pretty well for me. Um, but keep in mind, most people aren't drinking at all. And when they do drink, they're not drinking water. You're uh-huh. right. Most people in this yeah. country are drinking your sugary drinks, uh, the artificial colored flavorings, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and so they're not. And, and those types of drinks aren't properly hydrating your cells and your tissues. So. Um, we are underhydrated. I think we need to drink more. I don't know if I have an exact number for you. I want to talk supplements with you in a second, but before we do, could you just run through, I want to run through a couple of uh, uh, common things we all eat, and I want to talk to you about what benefit we're getting from these and what potential harm we're getting. Let's take fish. Okay. Yeah, so we, we, we do want the fish because they have the healthy fats, but of course you have to be careful. The larger the fish that you're eating, especially if the fish is more of a predator, you're going to have higher levels of heavy metals, right? Uh-huh. So you need to be careful. Um, you know, I love tuna. Tuna is one of my favorite fish to eat, but I only eat uh, a serving of tuna, which is about maybe four to six ounces. And that's, if six ounces is kind of a lot, but I do like my tuna. I only do that once a week because it's a big fish and it's a predator. Uh, big uh-huh. fish have more uh, heavy metals, and they eat smaller fish, uh, and that accumulates in this. So there's a lot of metals in, in, those, in those big fish. Um, what about, you know, I guess we should talk for a moment about 
uh, all of the radiation that we're worried about in the Pacific coming from Japan and, mm-hmm. and the, the earthquake that happened there a couple of years. There is some evidence uh, that chromium-137, which is, is really never supposed to be in any food or water source, it only comes from nuclear power plants, is starting to show up on the West Coast, which is kind of mm-hmm. a scary thing. So um, maybe we should be eating Atlanta, uh, Atlantic-based fish for a while, uh, although the Atlantic-based fish are not quite as nutritious as the Pacific Ocean fatty fish are. So there's a, there's a trade-off there. Uh, listen, I like it. I think we need to eat more fish. I would just go with the smaller ones, anchovies, sardines. Those are great sources of protein and omega oils. I know some people cringe when I say that, but there's a lot of great way, ways to cook those, those types of, of, of fish. And they're smaller, right? So the smaller fish is the better way to go. Hmm. And and do you have any thoughts on on water temperature and and also, you know, some fish are bottom feeders like cod, for example. Um, yeah. Do you feel there's more contamination in the ocean down on the bottom? You know, what's what's your take on cold water and bottom feeders versus top well, feeders? Now, see that that yeah. Now the cold water fish that aren't the bottom feeders, they're going to have the the highest level of fats, the healthy fats, right? Um, so cold water. Fish are are great sources of the omega oils, for instance. Coho uh, salmon. Co- yes, for for as an example, that's true. Now, going to the bottom feeders, though, I think you do have to be careful. You know, I grew up in the South, and we used to eat a lot of catfish. Uh-huh. And catfish are the vacuum cleaners of the rivers and the <laughs> river beds, and they eat they they eat everything <laughs> on the bottom. I think you do need to be a little bit careful because there is more sediment down there. There's more pollution down there. Uh, let's be honest, shellfish. Yeah, if you like uh-huh. shellfish, those those are those are kind of like the roaches of the ocean, and they're uh-huh. eating off of everything on on the um, on the floor, along with some of your bivalves, like the oysters and the clams. I mean, those are those are filter type organisms. So, uh, yeah, I think you should limit those as much as uh, as much as you can. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy a crab once in a while or some oysters once in a while, but it should not be a part of your uh, what you might consider a weekly diet. So glad you didn't mention lobsters. Let's move on. <laughs> um, tell us about frequency of eating fish. My my wife seems to think that we should eat fish and only fish, and we should have fish five days a week minimally. What's your take on that? You know, I, again, I, let's I, trying to avoid numbers as much as I can. Do we do we need to eat more fish? Yes. Now, is that three times a week, four times a week, five times a week? I, 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 I don't know. I think five might be a lot, especially if you're not a fish eater. I, I'm, I'm more about looking at the individual person, Byron, and saying to them, okay, I know you need to eat more fish. Um, you eat way too much red meat, so we need to add more fish to your diet. But if I know this person and I'm doing my job as a doctor and, and I understand their story and the things they struggle with, if trying to get them to eat five um, servings of fish a week is, is going to be like pulling teeth. Or if they do, they're doing it for a couple of weeks and then they're going to give up on fish altogether because they're going to get sick of it. Uh-huh. So for that uh-huh. person, I might be happy if they ate two servings a week. Uh-huh. You see how uh-huh. you, you kind of have to individualize yeah. it. Um, I try to avoid this cookie-cutter recipe-type medicine that yeah. a lot of doctors practice today. I, I, I think uh-huh. the your wife, go for it. Now, keep in, keep in <laughs> mind those heavy metals. But if she uh-huh. wants five servings, go go for it. I, I, I'm not going to argue with that that's what she enjoys to do. But in general, we, we do need more of the fish because you're getting a lot of those, those, those healthy oils, especially if you don't want to take the fish oil or the krill oil type supplements. 
meat, beef. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? I like. Listen, I, I, I coming from Texas, I enjoy my my beef. I do. I try to limit it as much as I can. And here, and here's the thing: when you eat beef, just make sure it's grass fed. Mm-hmm. That that takes care of the problem. The prior to the 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 mass meat um, industry that started in Chicago many many years ago, the the cattle in this country were free grazed, a uh, free range, and they grazed off grass. That that grass fed cow is produce is putting into their system more of the beneficial fats like omega threes. What happened in Chicago at the turn of the last century uh, with the meat market exploding the way it did is they were feeding cows more grain now, where grains have more omega-6s. So in this country today, when you eat conventional beef, you are eating way, way too many omega-6s and not near enough omega-3s. As a matter of fact, the average American is eating an omega-6 to an omega-3 ratio of about 20 to 1. Optimal health between those two fats is probably somewhere more like one-to-one. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to eat beef, go for it. Just make sure it's grass-fed because you're going to get, you're going to get a, a better balance of those two types of omega fats. Mm. Let's skip over vegetables. What? Can't eat enough vegetables, can you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, the whole thing about five servings a day, no, it's more like eight or nine servings a day. Wow. If you can do it, right? <laughs> What's your take on on smoothies and blending vegetables and going extreme with vegetables and you know taking four heads of you know of spinach and just like putting it in a blender and powering yeah. up with vegetables? What's your take on that? Well, I, I don't I don't mind the 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 smoothies and stuff. Just be careful what you're adding to it, right? Here's a here's a, a I think a decent rule of thumb when it comes to juicing foods. Uh, you want Three vegetables to one fruit. That's a nice ratio that I think works well for most people. Um, What ends up happening when it comes to juicing, by the way, is people do way too many of the fruits. Now, fruits are good for you, there's no doubt, but there's a lot of sugar, specifically fructose in in fruits. And fructose at high levels uh, really acts like a poison in your body. So um, I don't like it when people are juicing 100% fruit. I think you need some soluble fibers, insoluble fibers, you're going to get more of those from the vegetables. So a three-to-one ratio of vegetable to fruit works well. If you're, if you're, be careful about the smoothies, too, because people are adding a lot of sugar to those to make them taste a little bit better. Um, so be careful with that as well. But we need to eat more vegetables. We do need to eat more fruit. Uh, and so, again, if I'm dealing with somebody who, if the, if the only way they're going to get their fruits and vegetables is by blending it, I, I'm not going to argue with them. I'm going to help them try to find that right ratio for them. I've got a million-dollar idea that I want you to try to execute that I think could make you a good <laughs> That could make a gajillionaire. I'm going to tell everybody what it is after the break, and hopefully, if not you, someone will execute on it. Let's take a break and be back in just one sec. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Go. 
Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 18th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 30th, 2014. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Stand by. This is a Life Tips Quick Tip. Here's a five-star travel tip. When you're traveling to a new destination, kick off your trip the right way. Stay at a five-star hotel, even if it's for just one night. Head right to the concierge that will give you, that will turn you on to the five-star sights and sounds and spots that will make your vacation unforgettable. Listen for more quick tips every day right here and listen to live tips on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Best search strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best search strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts 
at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Read through our blog for continuous industry news and programming updates and socialize with us through all of our social media channels, including Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and YouTube. Download the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, a must-have for every internet marketer on Earth. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, Michael. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So here's the idea. It's probably crazy, but let me know what you think. Talk with us about vegetables for one second with regards to steaming versus grilling versus... Uh, oh, you good know. question, yeah. Yeah, very, very important because how you cook Versus boiling. Fish. Throw boiling in there is, is yeah. the enemy. So, I, but go ahead. Yeah, so so how you cook your food, Byron, is just as important as, as what you're actually eating. Um, when you... Okay, so first of all, let's just... And, and we can really talk about all foods here in, in general, uh, whether it's meats or vegetables. When you grill uh, and you start seeing the burn marks, that's not always the best way to cook your food because... Uh, what you're doing is you're browning the sugars, the natural sugars that are in the in the vegetable and the meats. And that browning um, it has a, is a specific type of reaction, and it produces a chemical known as an advanced glycation end product, AGE. So when you're eating burnt food, grill-marked food, that type of stuff, you're ingesting these ages, these advanced glycation end products, and they've been known to, to inflict a lot of cellular damage. Uh, as a matter of fact, there are some uh, longevity specialists who believe that those ages, those types of uh, uh, chemicals, uh, are one of the key reasons that we, that we age. And so keeping those kind of things out of your body might actually impact how long you will live. So I, now I say that I enjoy my barbecue on occasion. Again, on occasion. How often do I eat barbecue? Probably once every couple of months. And I think at that point that's okay. But if you're grilling food, and I know the, the spring and summer months are coming up, right? It's been a tough winter for a lot of people. Uh, they're going to be out grilling a lot, you know, soaking in the sun because they, they feel like they deserve it. They probably do. But be careful. If you're eating a lot of brown grilled food, you're getting a lot of those chemicals that could actually age you. So, when it, so that's one form. When it comes to vegetables, probably the best way is raw, by the way. Uh, and, and if you can't eat it raw or you don't want to eat too much raw, then steaming is probably the next best way to do it. Water then comes next, boiling. Uh, and then lastly would be placed on a grill. The key thing with any food, lower temperatures, longer time. That's going to be less of those dangerous chemicals. Aren't vitamin C's lost over periods of time, though, with with long cooking of things, unless it's sealed in and et cetera? No, I've never really seen anything that supports <clears throat> that. In general, the lower the heat... Um, you're able to preserve. Now, listen, anytime you cook anything, you're going to lose some nutrients. You, could, you can think of cooking 
as processing in a sense, right? So anytime you cook, whether you're grilling, boiling, steaming, whatever, you are going to leach out some of those nutrients. That's just the way it is. Um, uh, but the amount that you're actually losing is, is, is relatively low, especially if you're doing the lower temperatures. Uh, now, if you want to get some of those back in and you're boiling vegetables and you want to get – some people drink the water afterwards. Uh, the mm-hmm. water that all the vegetables boiled in, if you, if you really think you're leaching a lot of those, just drink the water. Let that be what you're hydrating with during your dinner, and you're going to put back those nutrients that you're lost. But I think it's actually overall pretty insignificant. Hmm. What, I'm a big fan of artichokes for a bunch of reasons. Do you, have you seen any interesting studies on artichokes that have been interesting to you? Yeah, artichokes are one of the first things I, I have patients eat and even take supplements with that have liver disorders. Huh. Artichokes have been shown to decongest the liver. What hap- you know, the liver is our internal detox system, right? I mean, your liver, the primary job of the liver is to detox anything that comes into your system that needs to be detoxed. And it does a great job at doing that, but it's overwhelmed today. You know, when you look at all the different uh, environmental toxins, the EPA allows 70,000 industrial chemicals throughout our household products. They introduce 1,000 new chemicals a day. A lot of that's getting into your skin, the air, the food, the water. And what we're doing, Byron, is we're just really overwhelming the liver. So what happens is the liver gets really congested. It's, it, and there's a, there's, a, there's a term for it. It's called non-alcoholic fatty liver. Uh, you can actually, you know, my days as a radiologist, I saw a lot of this. The liver is pale looking, it's engorged, and it just doesn't look healthy. So artichoke is a great way to decongest the liver. When you, when you eat it and you supplement with it, it opens up um, what are called these portal veins in the liver that allows for a lot of that, that gunk that's just hanging out in the liver to get... Uh, delivered out of the liver, back into your circulation, and then it can go out uh, uh, into the urine. So artichokes and liver go really well. Interesting. Um, Have you ever uh, had patients actually drink the water that you steam artichokes in? I don't don't know. I mean, I, I do have friends and family members that do that. Now, I don't know about artichokes specifically. I know that they... Uh, when they just are boiling any any soil, maybe they're boiling some cruciferous vegetables, or maybe cauliflower or broccoli, they'll drink the water. I don't know. Maybe they would drink it for artichokes as well. Um, again, if you think if that's if it's a concern for you, you really think you're losing that many nutrients, go ahead and do it. See what it tastes like. Um, I, again, I don't think it's as big as an issue as, as maybe we've been told. It doesn't taste very good, but it's it's remarkable to me how when you st- <laughs> when you steam an art when you steam an artichoke, it is bright fluorescent green, uh, you know, water that is left yeah. in the pan. Uh, particularly if it's an organic artichoke uh, and and a really beautiful one, it's just it's yeah. so it's just reeking of this must be good for you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but you know, it, it, let me let me maybe I can explain that a little bit too. Some of the coloring that you see left over uh, is actually not the nutrient. It's the mm. natural dyes that come from the nutrients. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, B vitamins, uh, which are heavy in artichokes, by the way. Um, mm. B vitamins have a natural pigment that when you heat them, the pigment itself falls off the B vitamin, the chemical B vitamin. And mm. it doesn't, you, you still have the B vitamin, so when you eat the food, you're getting the B vitamin, but you're not eating that, that natural dye. 
that you see uh-huh. in these, these types of chemicals. So what you might be seeing in that water is simply a non-nutritious dye that came from the B vitamins. Uh, if you take a really good multivitamin, for instance, that has a high-quality B in it, uh, your, your, your urine will be a brighter type uh, yellow, yellowish-green that's the that's that uh, that's that uh, natural dye from the B vitamins. You actually got use of the B vitamins. It, your body just got rid of that dye. So I'm not so sure if drinking that is really going to give you the nutrients you might think. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Make this not too dizzy of an experience for me and us. <laughs> okay. But walk us through some supplements and why we would want to use some supplements for potential deficiencies we might be having. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, let's. I I wrote the book called The Supplement Pyramid, and and if you picture a pyramid for a second, you know, this is how I think, this is a good way, I believe, to kind of arrange your supplements, okay? Um, The base of the pyramid is called the foundation. Without a good foundation, your regimen is not going to make sense. I do believe there are four core products that, that we need to be taking as Americans. We need to all be on a good multivitamin. I do think we need to get some extra omega-3 oils. Even if your wife is eating five servings of fish a week, I still think we need to uh, supplement with those omega-3 oils. Number three would be one called CoQ10. That's really important to cell health and cell energy production. And then the last foundational product is called a probiotic. These are the healthy gut bacteria. As I mentioned before, you're only as healthy as your gut and the probiotics support all phases of digestion. So that, may, that means when you are eating the good food and you're taking these supplements, you're going to actually benefit from them when you're, when you're taking a, a probiotic. Those four supplements are the foundation. I think everybody in this country should be doing it. Why do I think that? Because we have poor soils. Because the average American is not eating the right amount of fruits and vegetables. Uh, and even when they do, they're nutrient poor because the soils are poor. Chronic stress toxins in our environment, the sick food chain that we have, all the artificial colorings, preservatives, salts, nitrates that are in our food, pesticides, hormones that are in our cattle. All, when you put that all together, I really think all Americans need to be doing at least those four supplements if they really are into optimizing their health. Now, once you've done that, the, you move up the pyramid, and, and the middle part is called the personalization. This is where we're going to identify your issues whether that be risk factors, symptoms, family history, we identify what's going on. Once we know that, then we can line you up with the supplements that make sense for you. And how did I do that? With these 16 health quizzes. And as I said before, these are quizzes I brought brought over from practicing medicine, so they're real clinical assessments, but they're easy to answer. It's just yes or no. Once you tell me your answers, I give you a score for that body part. That score reflects a certain amount of risk. The higher the score, the greater the risk. Once I know that, now I know which supplements to line you up with based on research. The top part of the pyramid is what I call the optimization. Uh, this is where um, you, you, you'll do all this extra stuff. Maybe you're training for a marathon and you need to get some extra protein. Uh, that would be at the top part of your pyramid. Uh, maybe you want to focus on living longer. You know, there's certain reasons that we age from a cellular level, and there's nutrients that help to counter some of that. So that would be at the top part of that pyramid, too. So you've got the foundation, the personalization, and the optimization. And the, and the supplements from the bottom up um, go from the most important to the least important. So it's not just personalizing. It's also prioritizing um, uh, what, you know, your, your regimen. Now, why would you want to do all this? Well, 
I already stated five scientific facts why you want to take supplements. However, I want to remind your listeners, you know, I've been studying this stuff for a while now, and I can tell you over the past 20 years, there have been thousands upon thousands of peer-reviewed publications that have shown the benefit, or what we call efficacy, and safety of certain nutrients for helping these age-related diseases that we're dealing with, like Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, cancers. There are thousands of research papers showing the benefit of some of these nutrients if you're dealing with some of those issues. That's why I think we need to do it. The other option is to stick with the conventional way, which is taking these expensive prescription drugs, which is really, they're really just Band-Aids. That's why I think supplements are so important, because there's proof in research that they do treat the age-related diseases that are epidemic in this country right now. This has just been a great show, Dr. Smith. Really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you, Brian. I, I appreciate the time. Thanks. You've uh, mentioned your book, The Supplement Pyramid, How to Build Your Personalized Nutritional Regimen. Where can people get it? Do you have a website you could point people to? And who do you want to get a hold of you? Okay, here's what they can do. I have uh, the good news is that I also put the quizzes online, so you can take the quizzes for free at mysupplementpyramid.com, and you can also purchase the book there as well. And the book's available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the the basic the, you know book retail um, stores. But mysupplementpyramid.com, you can take the quizzes, start building your regimen, and I have a Facebook page there that you can ask questions. Uh, and uh, I answer the question. So if you want to talk to me, uh, go check out mysupplementpyramid.com. It's just once again been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for all the great information. Thank you, Byron. I appreciate it. We'd love to have you back on the show anytime, Dr. Smith. Thanks so much Thank again you. for being on the show. I appreciate it. You take care. Right on. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and tell your life. I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, wiser. Thanks to Dr. Smith. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.